Hey everyone, we just want to remind you that this is just a silly podcast. Yeah, like baby games. Yeah, it's uh, meant to be entertainment. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be funny. I mean, it's much fun as you can have bitching. But yeah, go on. I have a ton of fun bitching. Our hate is uh, it's purely hyperbole. There's enough actual hate in the world already, all right? Speak for yourself. I joined the group. We love everyone. We encourage you to do the same. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that. Heck, you got to try. And now, on with the show. They got all these pre-programmed fucking things on here, so. And um, what's the deal with airplane food? That's the <laughs> first thought that came when I heard that. Who decided to put wheels on a suitcase? That was <laughs> genius. <laughs> um, wheels on the bus, more like wheels are a must, right? <laughs> wheels are a must, oh. God. Oh, could you imagine running through the airport just carrying your big suitcase? It's like 40 pounds. You should be That's actually really good. <laughs> it's a really good stereotypical uh, over and over caricature version. <laughs> What's up, everybody? We're finally back after a multitude of shit. Uh, I don't know if that, yeah. really, that phrase doesn't Listen, really make your, sense. Your nonsense. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I was, uh, I went to Disney World, and you know, it's supposed to be the most magical place on earth, but I hate people and heat and pretty much everything so i'm like one of the few people in the world that probably wasn't happy to be going to disney world oh boo hoo boo hoo you're going to disney world you poor motherfucker um so we were in disney for like i don't know eight days and i'll get into that (laughs) um and then got home on i think a wednesday flight got in at like noonish end of the day all of a sudden my throat started bothering me a little bit i was getting a little congested and i was like you know what it's it's got to just be going from the crazy humid air in florida to the super dry because we have like a drought here right now it's crazy yeah. what we did it's crazy well, dry until today yeah until today where it's pouring but it was crazy crazy dry air and you know i figured i'm back where all the allergens i'm used to that are normally cause me to feel this way because i you know, i typically have allergies up here anyway and then the next day i still kind of felt a little weird and then about halfway through the day on thursday i just was like okay this feels like i'm getting sick and I was like, oh, that's not good. And I took one COVID test and it was negative. And then a couple hours later, I felt a little worse. And I went, I'm going to take another COVID test. And I took it and it was positive. And I went, fuck. <laughs> uh, <so> I went, <laughs> immediately went over to urgent care, got a PCR test, came back. Well, it, it didn't come back positive that day. The the doctor I spoke to over telehealth basically said, he was like, oh, you got a positive uh, at home test. I was like, yeah, but... It was expired, so I don't know if... And he was like, no, you have COVID. (laughs) So I got home, immediately went to isolation, was in isolation for five days. The day I came out of isolation, my wife tested positive for COVID. So literally the day I came out, she went into isolation. Um, I'm just assuming she got it because, you know, we were like, we're we're husband and wife. So like, you know, we're closer to each other. I I don't know if that's an indictment on me because when my wife got it, I didn't. And then when I got it, like months and months later, I got it from my boss. Um, she didn't. <laughs> we just I don't completely know. I'm just try- veer away from each other. <laughs> well, I'm trying to make up, uh, you know, reasoning in my mind. Like Wednesday night when we got home, we were back. sleep. You know, it was funny on vacation. We slept in beds with the kids because we didn't think the kids would be good in bed together or two queen beds. So we kind of switched off, uh, but we were back in bed together and stuff. So I don't know if it was just, I don't know. I was trying to come up with a reason because the fact that she didn't, because she took two PCR tests also while I was sick and were negative. So 
the fact that she didn't get sick when I got sick made me think I must have given it to her when I got back. And it was the perfect time frame. Like she started getting symptomatic five, six days after I did. So it just, it made sense. The kids don't seem to have gotten it. Uh, they were sick when we got home, but they had PCR tests that were negative all the time through the time we've been testing them at home all the time. They were negative, negative, negative. Um, I think my kids are asymptomatic because each time we had COVID in our house, they like my daughter tested positive, but she essentially had like no symptoms. Well, when my son had had COVID back in like January, he literally only had a runny nose. That was it. And I just assumed it was nothing. I thought it was allergies or nothing, nothing, but it was just so persistent. We finally had an appointment with the doctor and she said, well, bring him to get tested. And we were like, He's got a runny nose, and they're like, eh, bring him in. And, of course, he had COVID. But, you know, at this point, if they did have it and they tested negative, they were out of quarantine anyway. It's been 10 days or whatever, Yeah, you know, so they were well out of the, the time period. Can you hear him in the background talking to himself? Yes, I, I okay. was ignoring it because I do that with every child, you know. Yeah, well, ch- it's, children it's myself uh, at this point. school started today in our area, and uh, for whatever reason, the first both two of days our, are half days. Yeah, our, our kindergartners, because we both have kindergartners this year, had half days, which aren't even really half days. I mean, they, they went at, I don't know, almost nine, and they got out at like 11 something. That's not a half day. That's like a, a third you know what? or a quarter. Okay, so I almost understand it. Like, logistically, I understand it is so they you know, if they, you know, had preschool or they never went to school, right. it's easing them in. So I almost get it, at least for the first day or two, you know, go, hey, that- this is where you're going to be. But I, like, again, my son has been to daycare, so it's not like... Yeah, me, me too. He, he's been away from the home. Like, he, right. yeah, he'll be uncomfortable and a little scared, but he's been away from home. It's happened. Like, he's been by himself. Time. Yeah. So... I also think it's it is the adjustment period for the teachers and the faculty to go. God damn, we got to deal with these kids again. Um, yeah, but it's it's okay, just kindergartners, okay. and and it's two they days smell. Really enough time. The smell alone. <laughs> <laughs> they smell and they poop on things, and they when I don't know how my son didn't get COVID because uh, he licked everything in, oh. <laughs> in Disney World. I just kind of assumed, I mean, we're, we're standing in line for cues and stuff, and he's licking the banisters. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I don't know. Apparently, it's a Disney World thing because I have, I you know, of course, I posted on Facebook. I went to Disney World, and all I got was COVID. Uh, and uh, I had two different friends message me. Nowadays. What'd you say? Um, out of every place that people go, Disney is like the easiest place to get COVID. Yeah, I mean, I should have assumed that. And but, but I was kind of confused You're, because it's you Florida. You have social media, and how do you not know this? I thought COVID didn't exist in Florida, based on what I've read. You know, on social media, they don't they don't believe in it, right? So I just thought it wasn't down there. Um, but I had two different families uh, or friends message me and be like, "Oh yeah, when we came back, you know, either all of them or one of them got COVID." And my neighbors that lived directly behind me went to Disney the week after, and the wife. Uh, they just got back and his wife messaged me and went, yeah, I got COVID too <laughs> from Disney. <laughs> so it's the most COVID filled place on earth. Oh, so anyway, man. so Disney world uh, was, was, was a trip. I, 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 I'm weird. I don't like being away from home. I, I actually have anxiety about the idea. It just, I don't know what it is. I used to always say I like being at home. because all my stuff is here. And like, mm-hmm. that's kind of half true. Like part of it, it's just like, 
everything I could need is in my home, but I just feel comfortable home. I don't feel comfortable when I'm not here. So part of it is not being home and part of it is being in a foreign environment for that period of time. Um, I feel like vacations, at least family vacations, are strictly for the kids, not for the adults. Yes. And you could say, well, you could bounce it. You could do that. Well, well you're lucky if your life works that way. Well, I that's know- not true. That's, I mean, that's true for most families, but that's not true for my family because my wife is yeah, fucking obsessed with Disney and has been bugging me to go to Disney World. <laughs> I should say bugging because she'll listen to this and she's going to want to hit me. But she's been asking to go to Disney World for, I think, the entire time we've been together. But I get your point. You're right. Yeah, it's, it's for the kids. So I had a lot of anxiety just in general going into it. But to your point, that's kind of what propelled me was, okay, this is for the kids. They're going to have a great time. It's to make this fun and magical and awesome for them. And that's kind of what allowed me to feel com- more comfortable than I, I probably would have. I know, again, I'm bitching like, oh, poor me. I got to go to fucking Disney World, which is crazy expensive and this magical place that everybody like comes from all over the world to go see this fucking place. Um, but to me, it was just crazy amounts of heat crazy amounts of humidity and fuck tons of people and fuck tons of walking i walked more in the week i was there than i have in the last seven the seven days i was there i walked more than the last seven years of my fucking life put together Um, like you have to prep as a parent you have to prep yourself not only mentally but physically to go on a vacation like you need like a workout montage before you go (laughs) to disney i was pleasantly surprised because i am a sedentary fuck i don't do anything i really don't (laughs) i work from home i sit on a computer all day for work i don't i'm not a mobile person anymore i used to be i mean i used to love playing and sports and running around um and i was surprised that i it it didn't get to me i mean we walked probably anywhere from six to ten miles each day and that Mm. i know it doesn't sound like a lot but for me it was a lot and it wasn't a big deal i i I didn't hate it. And actually I felt good. Like I, I, I said uh, to my wife, I think like when we get back, I'm going to start just walking, even if it's just like down the block, you know, down the road and back just to start getting some walking into my, my, my day to feel a little, cause it felt better to be moving. And then I got COVID. So I couldn't leave my room for yeah. <laughs> six days. I'm going to uh, do something healthy. <laughs> I know. Well, that was, <laughs> Take it I, out of commission. I, I think that was, I don't believe in God, but if there's a God, he hates my guts and he's trying to tell me something. Then he was like, no, don't fuck. What are you fucking doing? Don't move. You're going to die anyway. What difference does it make? So it was, a, uh, it was, it was good. I had a good time. I was surprised uh, that I had as good a time as I did. Cause I assumed I was going to be a miserable cunt the whole time. And <laughs> I didn't assume I was, I was worried. I was, I was, you know, I was obviously assuming I wasn't going to be because I didn't want to be, but I kind of had a worry sure. that I was going to be. Those who were listening, and then there's a skip in time because I had to use the phone. Um, you're gonna get narrative whiplash from Matt because he did sound like he was a miserable cunt up until he just said he had fun. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> now, I think, I think there was once or twice that I uh, went off the rails the, the last day we were there. Well, the day before the last, I mean, the last day we were there was the day we got on the plane and went home. But the, the last day we were in a park, we went to Hollywood Studios. Okay. Oh, we also did all four parks over the course of the time we were there, which I think was a little too aggressive. Probably would have yeah. been easier that, to that do a couple like a, parks. That sounds like your wife planned that idea. 
She did. <laughs> well, you know, I think she wanted to hit them all. I get it. I, I get it. But yeah, it was no, no, you, you're going but, there. You might as well try. But yeah, what cost? Um, well, because it, it it was interesting. You know, I I wasn't too surprised, but the kids were also kind of along the lines of it's really fucking hot and I'm walking a lot. <laughs> so so they got kind of tired early on. So we, we, what we did most days was we went to the park early. We were there for a few hours, three, four hours. Came back to the resort, spent some time relaxing. Uh, my daughter went in the pool uh, with my wife. My son didn't want to, and I don't like swimming because I think swimming is just sitting in a big pool of other people's tepid, dirty bath water. Um, and uh, everybody relaxed. Then we would go back to the park later in the afternoon for a few more hours, and it, it worked out nice. It was nice for me, too. I liked the break in between. Um, but... You know, if we had done, maybe if we had done two parks, we would have had more time in each park. We did do Magic Kingdom two days. But anyway, the last day, uh, we went to see a Frozen musical thing. Uh, it was like a okay. sing-along. And we went in, and it was maybe 40 minutes, 30 minutes, I don't know. And we went out, and there's this giant ramp going out. and But nobody was leaving. Everybody was just kind of staying there. I'm kind of, I'm looking around like, why the fuck is nobody move, move you fucks, move, and nobody was moving. And then I realized it's because it was fucking pouring rain, pouring Just... rain. And we had a dinner reservation at one of the the. We only did like two or three dinner reservations the whole time, but we had a dinner reservation like literally like 15 minutes later, oh. and we had to get to the. So my wife was like, well, "Let's, we gotta go." We put ponchos on. It's pouring rain. The rain there doesn't go anywhere. So there's nope, just like it just two sits. inches of water on the ground. Yeah, my feet were soaked. I asked my wife, like, okay, where's the restaurant? She's like, it's this way. And we, of course, we went that way for like 10 minutes. She went, oh, wait, no, it's the other way. We went another way for 10 minutes. And then oh, went, no. oh, no, it's this way. <laughs> and I finally went, I finally just went, fuck this. It's already past our reservation time. Our daughter wanted to go on one one ride, uh, the Mickey Mouse roller coaster, no, Mickey Mouse train I don't know some train ride with Mickey and Minnie. She that was like the big thing she wanted to do. So we were we decided let's just go get on that because we had uh, was, we're going to talk about this too the Lightning Lane Fast Pass whatever both Genie Plus whatever they're called. So we went and got on that and then we left and, and got food back at the resort. So but I was kind of a miserable cunt during that period because I was soaking wet. It was pouring. We were walking in circles in the fucking pouring rain. I was not happy. Um, <laughs> So I was definitely an asshole during that time period. So, okay, to segue, we talked previously about these fast pass things, right? Mm -hmm. At Legoland, how they have them at Legoland too. And why doesn't everybody get them? Nobody. It seemed like nobody had them when we went. I don't know why, but the way Disney does it is you get this pass and then you don't just go to the line. You, you reserve a time, right? So you say, okay, the first ride I want to go on is this ride. I'm going to go on it at 9 a.m. They give you the time. Once you go on that ride, you can do reserve your next ride. You can't like just queue them all up. You have to go on the ride and then you can go to the next ride. So we did, but we did that the whole time and we barely waited for anything. I think we did one or two standby lines that were ridiculous, like 40 minute lines. Other than that, I don't think we waited more than 10 minutes for a ride. We would just, she went on her phone. She said, this is what we're going to. When the time came, we walked over there. We got in the line. Five, 10 minutes later, we were on the ride. It was awesome. And I couldn't understand why everybody there wasn't fucking doing that. My wife tried to explain to me that, oh, you know, it's they have these sophisticated queuing systems to make sure you're not waiting too long. I was like, no, fuck that. If everybody had one, the lines are going to be long, right? Like, you can't avoid that. 
If there's a gazillion people you in the park what? and the gazillion people have these things. No, I, I, I agree. I actually completely agree, but I, I almost can see where it could create a different system that they didn't, they wouldn't think of if everybody did it or if Disney was run like that, there was no, like you just show up at Disney and then, you know, do your thing. You have to like get a reservation right. or something like that. Then everything would be kind of, I don't want to use the word mechanized, but it's the best word I could think of right now. So you can no, only have like 30 works. people that can have these Q slots, then 30 people that can have this Q slot and 30 people who have this Q slot going right. into like these different things. So then the hundreds of other people who don't even live in the country that go to Disney and all the people who do or the people who build up enough money just to get to Disney um, will kind of be screwed. Right. So well, it's a weird I don't thing say it where like this, this it works, but it, it, it creates another problem that I can see happening. Yeah. I don't know. It was, I, all I, know I imagine that was awesome. We I do the imagine kids it was were, awesome. Well, the kids, the kids were really good. The couple times we did have to wait on long lines, you know, they were impatient. They were kind of sitting on the yeah. floor, but they weren't whiny or yelling. They were really good about it, but it was, it was fucking awesome. Cause we just show up at the ride. I'm looking at this long ass fucking line, you know, the standby line going through the, all these zigzags through this mm-hmm. fucking, the queues are nice the way they have them set up. They have them so that they're, a lot of them are in shade or AC and yeah. there's a lot of like, uh, like pre-show stuff to watch. But I'm watching all these people in these giant lines, and I like go to get up there, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, look at that line!" And then I'm like, "Oh, we're just literally walking." Like we get to the where the our line ends, and I could see the ride, like I could yeah. see the onboarding. Um, they're quick too. Their turnaround is crazy quick. Like it's like every two seconds, people are getting on the ride the way they design them. But it was great, and I mean, I think my wife said it was like fifteen dollars extra per person, which I guess when you add it up over four people is a lot. But for that. To me, I was like, fuck, I don't know how you would not. Like, I guess, again, to like your point, those people that just saved up enough to get there and that extra whatever, a couple hundred bucks is, is a, a tipping point. I guess yeah. I'm fortunate that it wasn't for me, but I it was great. I mean, I was so happy. It was just literally good. And it wasn't like like a, like, uh, like Lugoland where there was just took forever to get on a ride. Like people just like they get a couple people on and it took forever for the next queue. It's just constant queuing onto the rides the way they have it set up. Um, so it was cool. We went on a lot of stuff. We saw a bunch of shows. I'm sure there was uh, fucking buttloads of stuff that we didn't actually get to do or see. Um, but you know, we'll do that again sometime. So, so the trip yeah, was, was interesting. It. it was good. I had so much anxiety. <laughs> I, uh, I did, I did take my Xanax with me on the plane because I was worried that I was going to get, not because of the plane, but yeah. just the anxiety of, okay, the trip is starting. And I was high as fuck on the plane. <laughs> I only took my, took one. I was like just totally out of it. That plane could have fucking dropped out of the air, and I would have been like, "Oh well." <laughs> so, uh, but um, I went good. in for surgery um once um I want to say uh, two years ago. Um, it was an elective surgery. Uh, it was to make sure that I don't okay. have any more oopsies with my kids. And yeah, I remember um, this. I remember when you got it. And yeah. Like it was a huge. We talked. It was. We talked at length about it, (laughs) dude. I don't understand how it was so important to people who are not involved in my like in my life, like you know, with um, like my aunt getting upset at me about it. (laughs) Oh, people were like weighing in on it. Oh yeah, it's any of their business. Whose business is yours and your wife's? My three friends (laughs) had a full. 
conversation on shrooms about me and me getting the <laughs> surgery. A full conversation. Oh, that's weird. It's weird. I mean, we had a conversation about it just in, but it but was more of like I was talking to you. What's about the process? It. Yeah. How do you feel? Right, right. That's what I mean. It was like <laughs> us talking about like how do you feel about it? What's the process like? That kind of stuff. Not like third parties. Just like You're just just so weighing in. <laughs> I'm just like, why are yeah, you weighing weird. in on this? I didn't even announce I, this to you. I was just like, hey guys, I, I might be out of commission because I'm getting yeah. surgery. What surgery? And I stupidly just tell you the truth of what my surgery is. And now it's a conversation that yeah. went on beyond me having that conversation with you. This is weird. And I'm not saying they they don't have a right to have the conversation. We you should be able to talk about things with oh, your your friends. It or doesn't make like it not, I'm not weird. A, yeah, I'm not offended or upset about it. But I do think it it's just so strange. funny that this portion of like I ha- it's not like I I'm like I don't want to have kids in the future and I get the surgery. It was like I already have kids. I don't want more kids. No, yeah, we, so, we we had a, a long discussion yeah. about this. About, <laughs> just that, like, it was like, I know that this is it for me. I don't want to have more kids. I don't think it's something I want to do. I don't think it's a, a responsible thing for me to do at this point because I don't feel like I want more kids. Mm-hmm. Um, this is why I'm doing it. And then I was like, yeah, that makes total sense. And, and I'm in the same boat, except I haven't actually gone through with it yet because I'm <laughs> a little baby girl. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, uh, I'm a little baby, period. It doesn't have to be a baby girl. Well, just a little baby. <laughs> it, it was because you were talking about the, you taking Xanax. Uh, what was Xanax, right? Yeah, you said Xanax. Um, yes, yeah. So they gave me a, a, a pill bottle with a tiny little pill in it and said, that's volume. You need to take it, I, I want to say, an hour before you come in. Right. So it was like, right. And so it's like, okay, just take it with water, have a light breakfast. I think it was light breakfast or no breakfast, but I think it was a light breakfast. It's like, okay, cool. I take it, I go in, you know, my wife leaves, and, <laughs> and I'm waiting. They put me in the room. They, they start playing, um, like, jazz, like, in-concert jazz music, and it's like, I don't know what, the doctor. Well, I guess it's for the doctor, but that's a weird choice. <laughs> well, they asked me what they wanted to play, and I went, I don't care. Oh, they did? But, yeah. But oh, okay, the okay. thing is, I, I said, I don't care, so he, he got to choose, because it was awkward for him to ask me But it's me your that. own fucking fault, then. No, no. Well, I like hey, jazz. What music so do you want to hear while I play with your junk down here? But here's the thing: I was already high, and I didn't realize it. Oh, how did you not realize it? Do you realize because how I was high? You were and like didn't care. I just oh, didn't yeah, care, so. and so I'm leaning back. They have me in stirrups, and they're doing their thing, and like we just we don't flinch. Don't we're just gonna puff, put a puff of air, <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, that's puff cool. of air. I'm like. I'm like, yeah, that's cool, whatever. Wait, wait, they they said don't flinch? They said don't flinch. <laughs> and then I see... Don't flinch, you might end up with a little and, and less I, than you bargained for. <laughs> and I hear... A little more than you bargained for. You know what I meant. A little less... Uh, yeah. Just a little. But I hear... And like this puff of smoke... Not a puff of smoke, but like a string of smoke come up. And I'm just like... Huh. <laughs> like, I'm so... I can just imagine them going... Hey, Joaquin, the good news is you won't have any more kids. The bad news is we cut half your dick off. Honestly, if I lost all senses to it and I couldn't use it anymore, I'd feel freed. I'd feel unshackled, untethered. I could take over the world if it just stopped working, except for letting me You're no longer a slave to the boner? 
Yeah, just, <laughs> hey, you get full brain function. All your blood doesn't need to go down there anymore. Straight to the brain. Let's let's well, do it. That was an episode. Did you ever see that episode of Seinfeld? No, because I never watched Seinfeld. Did you ever see that episode of Seinfeld where there's an episode where uh, George, I don't remember why, but he stops having sex or he's in a dry spell or something. And he just gets really, really smart. <laughs> he's just like all of a sudden really smart and studious and like just really like put together. And that's, that's the whole episode is he's that's just pretty like just funny. completely different. Yeah, it was, it we was need our friend episode. back. Um, <laughs> that's what it seems like. That's how the episode just goes. Like we need our friend back. We gotta get him that's, laid. That's essentially how it ended. Yeah, they were kind of like. If I don't, I I, I watched it recently too because I started watching Seinfeld again. I don't know a few months back. Uh, trying to get through all the episodes again as like you know when i have a couple minutes free because yeah it's hard because i feel like all tv's long form now like it's always like an hour or so mm -hmm. episodes so occasionally when i'm i've got 15 20 minutes free I'm, i just throw on like an old sitcom so i have something to watch but anyway um yeah so <laughs> that, that <laughs> uh so the, the moral of the story is xanax is good for for these things oh Oh yeah, um, I'm sorry. I'm, just, so anyway, I'm sorry. I, so, I was trying to get to the ending part of that. I'm sorry. Um, oh, so, right, right. yeah, sorry, I just I didn't care. Off talking about yeah. glaciers. <laughs> no, so um, I was really good. Like I just didn't care. They did their whole thing. There was even like there was a the doctor, a nurse, they're both guys, and then this um, I don't know what she was, but she wasn't wearing like the smock or anything. I think she was, was learning. Was Maybe she was another doctor. I don't uh, know. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I was high by the time I met them, so I don't know. I just know they said, just are you comfortable with her woman. being here? They said, are you comfortable with her being here? I went, oh, oh yeah, sure. we talked about this. We talked yeah. about this. Because so I don't know. We talked about how when I had my uh, my butt job done, when I went to get my follow-up, they were like, oh, there's these two medical students. Do you mind if they come in? Remember this? And yes, I, was like, I do. Well, that depends. Uh, are they going to be taking a look at anything down there? And she's like, oh, no, the doctor <laughs> could come in, ask how you're feeling and stuff. And I was like, yeah, they could come in. And then they came in and were like, okay, uh, bend over and pull your pants like, down. This was so a part of the two, deal. Like 20-year-old medical students standing there staring at my butthole. Uh, yeah, that was embarrassing. I, you know what? In the, in the scheme of things, I didn't care. I was like, whatever. I got nothing no, to prove. No, like it doesn't matter. <laughs> this is, but this is what a 35-year-old man's moment. butthole looks like, okay? Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, all it was, shame. It was incredibly just, awkward. We and just know that <laughs> we we know. And that. It would have been just as shameful if it was two young men, or if it was, I think, two like older people. That just, it was just extra people staring at my ass. Yep. Um, it was yeah. And oh, and he's like, oh, you still got a stitch in there. Let me pull that out for you. <laughs> that extra stitch. It's always that extra stitch. This just <laughs> Did, didn't fall out. <laughs> So, so, so oh God. to try to We're end it, it for me, so I can shut up. Um, um, so Before I, I stop interrupting you, know, you. I, 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 I am led to the car. Uh, I think my wife was leading me. I, I don't, I don't really remember. I just know she found it very yeah. amusing. How I was just kind of like, yeah, like I just didn't care. Did, did they? Did they give you any other anesthetics, or was it no, just that? No, it was they just, just the volume, and then they stuck a that they was like that, huh? they cut me open. They did the I have, I'm just releasing my surgery like stories onto the internet. Here. Who cares, man? I couldn't oh, see it. Cares? I couldn't see it, but I could feel People it. Have they, it was like a tube. They puffed air into it, so it was enough air to separate everything, and then they could 
do what they did, and then they cauterized it. Wait, so they popped their like into your into your yeah. ball sack? Yeah. <laughs> it was a balloon. Like a balloon. It was a balloon for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. That's what the I puff of air was. <laughs> oh, I thought I don't know. But they thought I they were just blowing like on it. They're like puff of it. You're gonna feel. I don't. <laughs> they're down there. <laughs> you gotta put the fire out. <laughs> I don't know what I thought the puff of air was. I in my head, I was really against it. Are you gonna feel a puff of air here? I don't. I didn't really put much thought into why they were blowing oh, on your I nuts. Have tears <laughs> in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Oh, could you so blow anyway. on these balls for good luck? Go <laughs> 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 shake me here and blow on them for good luck. Maybe roll a pair of snake eyes. <laughs> oh man. All right. All right. Yeah. So my wife is super <laughs> amused that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That, that I'm like weird and high and I think this happened when I was like coming back from my other surgery she's like what do you want I want, I want pizza and I get a personal pizza and I just mm. devour it and then got confused I mean, that good, I ate it though. I got confused that I ate like I went back for more and <laughs> so it was you gone I, went? I was just like, You're like did, I, pizza? <laughs> did I eat that what kind of monster am I? That's like, Dude, that, that's kind of crazy that that was all they gave you, too. I mean, because yeah. I've had a couple different procedures where they had to use the regular, you know, IV anesthetics. And, um, like, after that, I've come out of it. And, like, same thing. My wife was just infinitely amused by how ridiculous and, like, crazy high I was and the crazy shit I was saying. Um, but... That's cr- that's that. Oh, that's something. Uh, oh, I don't she know. was laughing at me. She was so like, "You were funny. saying the most obvious things, like like, hey, there's a sign there. <laughs> like it's just like I was just saying things." <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's so funny. Uh, I can't believe none of that. Because we, we, like I said, we've talked about this before. I don't know how these things didn't come up the last time we talked about it. <laughs> the recovery was the Not, worst part. You know, on that, the that's, if if I know you're scared, but oh, for yeah. me, the surgery wasn't bad, and like the first. I want to say three days after were kind of bad because I was completely just on one side of the couch and that's all. That was my whole world. I could not do it's like, anything. I'm, I'm two parts scared. I'm scared of the physical part of it, but I'm also scared of the permanency of like, okay, that's it. Well, you're, no, you're it's not permanent. Now, buddy. Yeah, it's not permanent. I know, but like, I know they can, I know they can reverse it, but isn't it like, it's not the easiest thing to do and it's not a hundred percent sure it'll work either. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, again, I I say it like this, like, the one argument I got from a family member was like, what if you and your wife, you know, divorce? I went, okay. What if you, you know, with someone else and they want, you know, they want to have kids? I went, well, she's a selfish bitch because she'll know before we even date that well, I don't want any more kids. I, I was just going to say, that's well, that's going to be, that's going to come up ahead of time, A, that you don't want more and B, that you can't have more. So, I mean, that's that's something yeah. that should be discussed ahead of time. But as we've discussed previously, and you, we've seen on 90 Day Fiance, that's not always the case. <laughs> they don't always uh, <laughs> uh, adhere to their, their pre-relationship decisions. Oh, there goes the dog. All right. So anyway, so, so yeah, so we've talked about Disney. Let's let the dog bark it out for a second here. Oh that's God, our new transition dog. music. Dogs barking, dogs barking, motherfucking dogs barking in the background. There you go. That's the song. Um, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, dogs barking, pissing Matthew off. 
<laughs> my dog barks at everything, everything, which I guess is good because I guess yeah. like if as a guard dog type, not that I mean my dog's a, a big bitch in, in every sense of the word. She's but yeah, at least dog. you'll know that the killer's in the house. Yeah, I mean she won't do anything about it, but I'll know. Um, yeah, but she she barks at like if a bag's floating across the yard, she'll start barking at it. Um, so. I'm just going to go ahead and introduce the topic for this episode, which is really going to probably only be a tiny portion here yeah. because it just was something that was driving me nuts. But this episode, we're going to talk about mobility scooter abusers because I saw, okay, in Florida, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, I, I'm trying to think of something like they're as common as cars in Disney World. Like, I mean, they're everywhere at the, at the hotel resort. They have like a fucking fleet of them for people to rent every day. And I, I couldn't believe the amount of people I saw. Driving around on fucking scooters. Because I'm, I'm, in my head I'm going, bitch, if I have to fucking walk, you can walk too. And okay, I know there are people that absolutely need them. I know this. But I can't tell you the amount of motherfuckers. So here's the, here's what really pissed me off, right? The buses come to bring you to the parks. And if there's a scooter, they get on first. And it takes fucking forever. Because they have to, the person, the bus drivers to go back. Like, do the hydraulics to lean the bus down put the ramp down get the thing up into the bus the amount of people that couldn't get them on the fucking bus because they're not used to using them and they i'm, I'm assuming are just lazy and didn't want to walk around the park so they rented a scooter so they had no fucking clue how to use one and it took an extra five minutes to get it on the bus just because they couldn't figure out how to fucking do it they have to get on the bus they have to strap it in then everybody gets to get on drove me nuts every i think i there may have been two times we got on the bus the entire fucking time we were there where we didn't have to wait for a scooter to get on the bus there were definitely people that needed them. But I can't tell you the amount of motherfuckers I saw that couldn't figure out how to actually drive it up. So they got off the scooter and then, and like, walk it. pushed it up themselves and walked it up or or picked it up and, like, started to carry it. I'm like, you're carrying the mobility scooter. You obviously don't need the fucking mobility scooter. Like, and you're the wasting the fucking to carry time. you. <laughs> I know. I, I, so, yeah. so, so there are clear people. And in my head, I'm just like, if I, if I can walk around all fucking day and not die so can you and i'm and i also saw some people that very likely needed mobility scooters walking around the parks that had you know were having trouble walking and their asses were like fuck that shit i'm doing this because i don't want to sit on my ass on a mobility scooter i'm gonna walk around this park and i'm gonna i'm gonna deal with it and i was like good for you motherfucker well and now i sound like a total dickhead those people well no i feel like those people that that do that um really aren't doing themselves any goddamn favors. Oh, no, 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 not at all. Like, you, you, and I almost, I almost want to believe, and obviously this is a big, like, assumption, those are the same people that, like, go online and complain about how somebody victimizes them for whatever disability they claim to have, or, you know, reasoning. Mind you, not saying that there are people who don't need them that do get victimized. Not saying that I'm saying the people who abuse it and only the people who do it are the ones who will definitely know a hundred percent who they are. So I'm only assuming that if you get offended by being called out for it, you're probably that person. <laughs> you're probably the one that's fucking abusing it. I mean, everything gets like, uh, 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 what do they call them? The animals, the, the animals people need. Emotional support animals or whatever they right oh, support oh, animals emotional support animal that people yeah. I mean that ended up becoming a thing that was incredibly abused where people legitimate had legitimate needs and then everybody was just like oh I'll just get a card I had a friend who who 
for her birthday when this was years ago. She she was like all excited and she says, "Oh, my friend got me a uh, support dog vest for my whatever little bullshit dog I have, so that I could bring him on the plane and stuff." And I was like, "So you're fucking? So you're 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 openly telling me that you're taking advantage of a policy meant to help people that actually need it and being a fucking total dickhead about it?" And she was like so happy, well, like yeah. that she was about to do this. I learned what a this service animal was because I I actually am eligible for one, but right now I don't have sure. the, I don't have the means to take care of um a service animal, and well, I there have are the very legitimate the needs. Um, but with that, I didn't know that there was a an adjacent version of that called an emotional support animal, which I thought that's what a pet actually was. I mean, in general, that's yeah, what I that's kind of what a pet was. is, right? They're there. That's what it's, a, I mean, like a dog, if you've got a dog. Animal. If you, yeah, if you have that's a bad, what it's there for. if you feel bad and like Rover comes up to you and licks your face and hugs you, you're going to feel a little yeah. bit better. A- that's what I absolutely. thought a pet I think, was. I guess, well, I think this label more applies to the ability to basically bring them wherever the fuck you want. So if you want to bring your dog yeah. on a train or a plane or into a stadium and have it shit everywhere, you can just be like, oh, I'm sorry, it's emotional support animal. And again, there are people, and here's the thing though, the people, I think the people that legitimately need them are probably very, very uh, stringent about how they use it, you know, are probably Mm -hmm. mortified if the dog took a shit on the train or something like that, you know? Um, But uh, yeah, so this, and you know what the other thing I noticed about the scooters was, I would see them everywhere driving around, but not on the lines because the people would park them and then they'd go get on the line. Because they just literally did not want to walk around the park. They were fine to walk. They just didn't want to walk around the park. So they'd park them and then go get in queue. There were occasionally I would see somebody that would go into the handicap access area on one that legitimately needed it to get on a ride. Um, And like I think occasionally they probably had to stop. Because some of the rides, like I said, are literally like you get on a conveyor belt and walk on it and get into the ride as it's passing by. It does not stop. Where they had to stop the ride for somebody to be able to get on. Which is, again, a legitimate need. Um, but that was the other thing. I'm, I'm like, I've seen nobody in line with these things. They're all parked outside. So it's just like all these people are just too lazy to walk around and, and are getting this mobility scooter so they don't have to walk around the park, which I got to say was beautiful. Like Epcot, gorgeous. No shade, no shade, crazy cat, but a gorgeous place. They have this whole ring of, uh, I don't know, I don't know what they call it, but it's different countries as you walk around the, the ring around this big lake or whatever it is. And it's it's gorgeous, gorgeous buildings, all, you know, different styles based on different countries in the world. It was a beautiful place to walk around and I fucking hate walking. I don't walk unless I have to. I don't run unless a bear is chasing me. There's, it was, it was great. Um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> it pissed me off to know when the whole time I was there waiting for buses, seeing them parked in big fucking lots, taking up space. Um, I don't know. You know, did I tell you about the stroller? I didn't, no. mention, I didn't tell you about the stroller, did I? So here's where I'm a hypocrite. On like the second to last day, my wife decided to get a stroller for the kids because they were getting sick of walking and they were hot. And I was dead set against it. I was like, this is the dumbest fucking idea. If they want to be here in the parks, they can walk around. I got to walk, they can walk. And it was a good idea. Oh man, she's going to she's gonna listen to this and she's going to shit all over me for... For admitting that it was a good idea, but not because <laughs> of that. it was a good idea. 
<laughs> it was a yeah. good idea because it allowed us to corral the kids. They were always in one spot. I didn't have to worry about them lagging because I don't know why, but for some reason they decided that they needed to walk at half pace once we were in the parks. So I never was looking behind me trying to make sure they were there or trying to get them in front of me. They were always right there in the stroller and we knew where the two were. It was a double stroller. So they were just... I also saw several what had to be teenagers in strollers, like 13, 14-year-old kids getting pushed around in strollers by their parents. And I just wanted to... I didn't know who I wanted to smack for, the kid or the parent. Like, that kid, like, get your ass out of that stroller. You're a fucking teenager. Or the parent, like, are you really letting your kid be the type of kid that's going to be pushed around Disney World in a, street, a, a stroller at the age of fucking 14? Um, Florida is great for people watching. Disney's great for people watching in, in general. Oh, my God. Ugh. So, so yeah, uh, the mobility scooters drove me crazy. Um. <clears throat> it's really funny that you said that because one, I was going to call you out on the stroller thing only simply because um, kids have tiny legs and they cannot walk at the pace of an adult. I hate having to shorten my pace for a child. Yeah, it's I, your, but especially I can't, when you're walking a lot. But don't get it twisted. I don't have the stamina of a child. Oh, me neither. And a child <laughs> can just go on forever. So well, I don't part like of me was playing selfish. rubber band or slingshot with the kids. No, I get that. Part of it was selfish. I was like, bitch, if I got to walk around, you two have to walk around. <laughs> There's no stroller for me. Um, okay. With the, with the teenagers oh, there and are. strollers. It's a mobility scooter. <laughs> with, with teenagers and strollers, I do have to say, you know what? You, there are no good stories about teenagers. Teenagers are the worst. We all know it. There's nothing else to be said. <laughs> just, just anything. If yeah, you say teenager, I automatically a think level. a bad thing. If it's... Okay, this is bad teenager a bad teenager situation with parent um with with the parental complicity um yeah <laughs> complicity. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm losing listen my no, train of thought no. here. Um, you because imagine? we are having Think a bit of a lag, so yeah, there's a little bit of a lag here. I don't know what's going on. Um, okay, put it this way: Could you imagine being 14 years old, sitting in a fucking stroller? With your mom pushing you around in a crowd of thousands of people, would you not be fucking mortified if that happened? Um, no, because what? One, my mom. No, I'm I'm saying like no, I couldn't imagine being fourteen. Oh, okay. In a stroller, because one, my mom, again, estranged and all, but. She didn't spend all this money to go down to Florida. We didn't drive 24 hours down to Florida because there was no flying in my house. Um, yeah, me neither. For, for my mom to spend extra money to put my big ass in a stroller <laughs> and then have to push me around. <laughs> so <laughs> that's one. Two, funny enough you mentioned that because I, the last time I was in Disney, was 13 years old. I walked. My sister yeah. walked. You're goddamn right you walked. My You're grandmother goddamn right walked. You walked. And she took You're breaks. Goddamn right she you walked. walked. We walked. You were everywhere. You were in a fucking teenager in a everywhere. fucking stroller. Or you weren't your grandmother wasn't riding around a fucking mobility scooter because she just didn't fucking feel like walking. 
Yep. Jesus, so many people down At here. that it's time, literally, disgusting. at that time, that was the oldest generation and the youngest generation together in Disney, and we all just, we hoofed it the whole time. And guess what? We yeah, didn't, because that's what and you it, did. I know, this, I know this kind of oozes with, you know, back in my day, but it just, well, we're it old men, just so never I mean, was a thought. It wasn't a thought of, hey, go, get in a stroller. No. Like, it was, hey, no, you're we, lucky we're at Disney. Enjoy. Right. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't even imagine going to my mom and being like, can you push me around in a stroller? I couldn't imagine doing that at like 10, let alone like being 14 and doing it. Yeah. (laughs) Unbelievable. Oh, you know, I mean, I, I, look, we talked about you can't go to Disney without getting COVID, but the amount of people, (laughs) and I shouldn't have been surprised, but the amount of people that were like just clearly actively sick, like hacking, coughing, snot all over. That were just riding the buses, just sitting on well, rides yeah, of next to me. What do you talk? They with no mask. They deserve to well, make everybody. But sick. it's just like, like I, <laughs> I get it. Like COVID's over, right? Yeah, it's over. Um, we're not wearing masks anywhere anymore. But if you're fucking sick, you know you're sick. And I also get. I can also understand. I paid a shit ton of money for this vacation. I'm not going to sit in my hotel room for three days because I'm sick. Can can you put a fucking? They have vending machines with masks right at the entrances. Couldn't you just, can you just put a mask on so you're not coughing on me? I saw so many people coughing and sitting, and I just would watch the people sitting next to them and watching how uncomfortable they were, and as they would slide, like, over and, like, turn their head the other way, hoping desperately that they didn't cough right in their fucking face. We can't, because being considate is something that should be up for debate, apparently. Being considerate for anybody is something that's actually unironically debated. I, can you imagine? Can you could you imagine this like years ago that like people would like actively fight for their right to be an asshole and not be considered like just actively right? be like I have a right to be a fucking dick and do whatever the fuck I want even if it ruins everybody else's life. Yeah, I don't um, like privilege politics, but that is clearly no. something that's under that no. banner. Of privileged politics. You are privileged enough to fight for the right to be a dick. To to actually fight for the things Dennis Leary talked about. (laughs) In in, in Demolition uh, Man. Like a a couple weeks ago. uh, The asshole. (laughs) Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. A couple weeks ago. A comedian, he said that, and he may believe it or not, but guess what? Dennis Leary has done considerate things and inconsiderate things, and that was just his whole shtick. But you are unironically fighting for the right to be a dick, and it's then thinking you're sense. you're right for it's it. It's now a political topic. <laughs> Consideration and like, uh, that's compassion for your human, your fellow human, uh, my your fellow human for your fellow humans. Is your fellow human for debate. <laughs> my fellow human. Yeah, it's, and that, <laughs> oh, fuck and the thing is, it's not that people are debating it; it's that. Are we not noticing that it's absurd to debate being considerate at all? That's absurd. It should be. I mean, we notice yeah. it, and I think I think a lot of people notice it. But uh, I and I I can't in my. It, it's hard for me to, to to come to terms with the fact that there may act that there not that there may that there are actually people that are actively debating it and aren't doing it ironically or facetiously. Like they literally think that. They should be able to do stuff like get you sick if they want to. And like they yep. shouldn't have to be. And I, I don't know. It's it's ruined a lot of uh, my belief systems have 
crumbled <laughs> in the last couple of years. <laughs> I, I I know that like as soon as you saw the mobility scooter, that's just all of this just played out. <laughs> so you inconsiderate piece of shit. Have you seen anything about this movie, The Whale? I've heard stuff about it, but I haven't seen it. Okay, so I, well, I don't think it's even out yet. I think it just no. I mean, like I haven't seen anything on it. That's what I mean. All right, so apparently Brendan Fraser's making a comeback. Uh, you know, this is I think it probably his first big role in years, years and years. And he plays, and I don't, I don't know. I want to make it clear. I don't know anything about the the, the content of the movie, which is mm-hmm. part of my my point here. Um, but I, uh, the gist of it is he plays an overweight, like very obese man. I think something like 600 pounds or something like okay. that. Um, not just overweight, obese, uh, who's struggling in life. I don't know if it's struggles with the fact that he, that it, I'm sure that's part of it because I can imagine if you weigh 600 pounds, you're going to have struggles related to that. Yeah. And his estranged, like dealing with his estranged daughter or his relationship with, I mean, she may not even be estranged, just his relationship with his daughter. I guess that's the core of the movie. And I have seen now so many people on Twitter bitching about the movie and maybe they're right. That's my point. I don't know the content of the movie, but complaining about this movie because it's portraying <clears throat> overweight or obese people as sympathetic characters or or something along those lines. Like, okay, oh, it's this it's this overweight I would character be, we're supposed that's to very feel confusing. bad for him. Oh, wait, wait. One, may... I'm, I'm, I'm finding it confusing because isn't – all right. <laughs> First of all, I would think the mainly people on Twitter are arguing the opposite, but maybe I'm because I haven't seen anything on. I've heard people talk about it. I do know what you're talking about. I think I saw like a quick clip of like Philip DeFranco talking about it or some nonsense. But um, one, if people are if people are complaining about Brendan Fraser Brendan Fraser playing a 600 pound man, let's keep into that with depression. Let's keep it in. Oh, and relationship problems or, you know, with, like, a daughter or what. Let's be real. Brendan Fraser is really close to that real reality. That's point because number one I had. the first thing people said about Brendan Fraser when they was like, oh, where did he go? He, he's been gone for a while. And they saw him again was, man, he got fat. That was the right. first thing fucking people did. They did that to Val Kilmer, too, without knowing he was sick. Right. That's the first thing that popped into my mind, too, was like, wait a minute. I think Brendan Fraser actually did have struggles with weight and relationships and – uh, depression and st- like that mm-hmm. actually is something that so he so had, not even his wife the... divorced him right um, right so he had like all he, these problems yeah and he 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 seemed to have clammed up so so that's issue number one because I I have seen complaints about you know like they do about everything which some of her are valid you know casting um, uh, Charlize Theron as the Anna Flux character which I think we've talked about that <laughs> we've talked about why that's not well, an actual issue. But yeah, yeah, no. Oh, you're. I think you're talking about Ghost in the Shell. With oh, Ghost in the Shell. Sorry. Because I'm about to say, woman in Ian Flex is just she's she's a woman, like a white woman. That's like, no, so, that's well, yeah. that was. But we talked about this a, a while but, back. Yeah, people Ghost made in the a Shell. big deal no, out did. of it. But in the show, in the cartoon, she is a white woman, and people were complaining a, that they. Cast no, I'm a white sorry. Woman. She's a white robot. Like so. Well, let's, either way. Let's, yeah, but, and and in so, the movie, she's actually like you see the Japanese girl. Who has her brain put into a white woman body? Right. Yeah, we talked about this. It's supposed to be about transhumanism. So her, a white like that's when it's okay because it's transhumanism. Right. We had to, we had a discussion offline about this a while ago. Yeah. But but to your point, yeah, people saying, oh, you know, put Brendan Fraser in this role, this role actually makes sense for him. But the other like, I didn't understand the complaint I'm seeing that like it's fat phobic 
It's fat phobic. I was like, don't all kinds of people get cast in sympathetic roles? Aren't there like deadbeat dads and uh, hookers and like all kinds of different people get cast in sympathetic roles? The right? Joker. Yeah, the Joker. Joaquin I mean, Phoenix, the Joker. Terrible person, but the whole movie plays up for us and feels sympathetic towards him. Doesn't mean we know he's a know he's not a bad guy. We know he's a bad guy. Sympathy. Right. is not the same as agreeing with what somebody does. But that's not even the... I mean, that's not... And that's not even the same argument. Like, this is a yeah. movie... And again, I don't know the content of the film, but that's my point. These people coming up with these these complaints haven't seen the film. They don't know what it's about. Yeah. He, the, the film may may have very little to do with his weight. His weight, yeah. Affe- affecting his character, you know, being part of the storyline. Maybe it has everything to do with it. I don't know, but they don't know either. But I don't know how you could complain about that being fat phobic oh they cast this he's an obese man and they're trying to make him a sympathetic figure like you're supposed to feel bad for him because he's overweight reality television shows that do the exact same thing this movie is doing and those are popular nobody's attacking them in that way at least feel bad for the character in a big way sorry i didn't mean to talk over you no 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 i was just saying maybe i'm supposed to feel bad about the character because he's got issues with his daughter or because yeah. he's depressed. What does it have... Like, why does it... You don't know that that's the case yet. Anyway, and even if that is the case, they can't... You, is that not okay to make a movie where that's... I mean, there's... Like you said... Like, sympathy is the problem. Like, having sympathy right. for anybody is a problem now. How is that... How is sympathy a problem? Um, but to your point, reality shows, there's My 600-Pound Life, which the whole show is about how terrible these extremely overbeast... Uh, extremely obese people's lives are and they usually portray them in a very negative light as they don't want to do anything about it oh look the doctor's trying to help them and they don't want to do the work to, to make this better and actually make them look like assholes a lot of time but the, on the on the other side there's that uh show my my uh, my big fat fabulous life with a the overweight woman that loves her life and she's happy and 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 she doesn't care that she's overweight she has a great life and she's happy about it yeah, and so they portray it both ways there too. But like, I've seen so many articles now in, in again, Twitter's a cesspool to begin with. But I've seen articles too, yeah, of people absolutely. complaining about, oh, it's fat phobic to make a movie about this this overweight man. Who's oh my a god, character. If I I can't stand. Okay, all right. I hate the word phobic being used in everything, only because and it's altering the word what phobia is because it's an irrational fear of something. Right, yeah, it's, it's improper when use somebody of the suffix. puts in a rationale to what they are talking about, if they don't like it, doesn't mean they are afraid of it, doesn't mean what they're saying is irrational. If somebody says all fat people should die, that is fat phobic because you are putting an irrational term to fat people. You're saying something irrational. But if you're going, fat people can't ride in every ride on Disneyland. That is not fat phobic. That is no. That's just they fact. can't yeah. ride every ride in Disneyland because they physically cannot do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't. We could we could I argue all day about how yeah, ridiculous I, some of the ways that word is, don't, that, that suffix is used. But yeah, I don't understand that. And I honestly, I'm getting to a point that and I know everybody used the term like bot or NPC flippantly, but it seems to me that there's. You know, the idiots and children on the internet who are just – I'll use Twitter as an example – just arguing back and forth about shit and the people who can afford to just do whatever they want and get fed by those people engaging, 
they make keep making money by hiring people who are going to make these algorithms to force feed that shit. So then when Brendan Fraser, an actor who's been down on his luck for God knows how long, who ultimately is kind of scandal free for the most part, like net, like just seems pretty scandal free. I can't free. think of anything. Yeah, and everybody who he's worked with, I'm like, oh, he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, is trying to make a comeback in some sort of way. Because people were begging for him to come back, even after they chastised him for being fat and no longer a hunk, and all this nonsense about him, to to say garbage about a movie that hasn't come out yet about him is so disingenuous <laughs> it, and well, stupid, and the fact that it's getting engagement is so annoying. Well, I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe there's more knowledge about the movie than I actually know. But it literally just premiered a couple days ago at a film festival. So I can't possibly think that all these people have intimate knowledge of the content of the movie, right? There's probably a handful of people that actually do. (laughs) My thing is, if this movie is getting, I don't know, and I I doubt it will, and I'm hoping it doesn't. If this movie is getting more BS than the movie Cuties, because Cuties should never be forgotten. And Netflix should never be forgiven for it. Oh, I did forget about that movie. Um, See? You see what I mean? We oh. are over media. There's just too much going on. How long ago was Mind that? Mind you. I want to say four years, maybe. I don't know. I, I only saw I reviews. I can't believe it was only. I yeah, only same, saw same. reviews on it. I never saw the movie. Right. Because no, I was me, way too uncomfortable when the banner showed up on my Netflix account. I was just like, uh, is this like about a girl dance troupe? And then the girl twerked <laughs> and I was done. My brain shut off. I, I, I felt like vomiting. I, like. For the first time, my daughter was trying to be funny, and she twerked, and I like was like, you better stop. Like, my brain just like went straight into, no, that is inappropriate. You don't do that at all. At least because nope, nope. I can't stop her from doing it, and I know I can't just stop her from doing it, but not in my presence, not at home. <laughs> don't bring that nonsense here. I just, oh I, my I God. just couldn't. And, and I just no, couldn't. You're right, though. You're right. I, for, I forgot all about the fact that that and and that there were people defending it and like no it's just it's just an artsy yeah no, it's an artsy you. film by a black fuck you. by 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 a, a black french woman who apparently missed the memo that doing the thing that you are quote unquote criticizing is just doing the thing yeah that was the best part <laughs> it's just it's just criticizing it no but you're fucking doing it by your your criticism is doing the act it doesn't work it doesn't work oh. yeah it just it, it just it, it blows my mind that you like you can't do that that's such a weak disgusting excuse for that type of thing because we all, because you're like, though. well, this is wrong. Yeah, I do know stabbing somebody's wrong. You didn't have to stab my brother in order to tell me that stabbing people is wrong. Oh man, so have have uh, have, did you see the the stabbing spree in Canada? No. Why did why did that segue so easily? Oh, I know you talked about stabbing, <laughs> and it just came to my mind because it's another thing that was infuriating me the other day. Um, and I'm infuriated. I'm pre-infuriated. I'm preemptively infuriated. I guess there was a stabbing spree in Canada, stabbing spree in Canada just within the last day or two. Oh, my God. Uh, where I don't – and I, I, I can't even remember all the details. I don't know if it was one kid or a group of kids, but the, uh, it was a decent number. Like, I think double digits, like 10 uh, or so people killed in the stabbing spree in Canada. And I just – my brain 
and it's terrible that this is where my brain went. My brain didn't immediately go to sympathy and, oh my God, that's fucking horrible. My brain immediately went to, I can't wait for somebody on my social media to go, see, Canada doesn't mm-hmm. have a lot of guns and there's still stabbing sprees up there. A bunch yep. of people got killed as if, you know, shooting sprees don't happen every fucking day in our and country. In that one instance, yeah, this one instance of a stabbing spree in Canada is rep- is the same thing as dozens and dozens of them happening in our country every single fucking day not dozens a day but multiple a day dozens a month um that's where my brain went immediately i was like i can't wait to see the 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 social media articles and or social media uh posts and articles that are going to compare these two things and make them seem like they're the same oh uh so as you know maybe the audience doesn't know i'm in an interracial relationship so i have to explain a lot of things to not only my wife but her parents and I said, look, I'm not afraid of being killed by the police. I mean, and understand, I don't mean like I'm not afraid that they will do it. Oh, no, I know that it's very possible that it could happen. Right. My fear is actually becoming an argument on the Internet about why did I get shot by the police? Because they're gonna pull up like an old old MySpace profile of me giving the finger yeah. once. Oh look, and... look, he was clearly a fucking belligerent dick. Yeah, he gave yeah, the finger exactly. in this picture. Like when I was a teenager and being an idiot on MySpace of all things. Like, like they're just gonna find a reason why, or flat out ignore my existence. I don't even want to give credence to the fact that this should be, that we should even have to talk about this. Like it, it bothers me that that. <laughs> it's this is another it's another one of those things that just blows my fucking mind like we were talking about earlier like debating the fact that uh you you have a right to be just a horrible human being mm-hmm. and you can be horrible to other people and like that's your right it's the same fucking argument like how is this i don't understand my brain cannot <laughs> even wrap itself around how this is a thing we have to argue about or yeah. talk about Fuck! Like, how is this something <laughs> that is a thing? How is this an argument? How is this a debate? I'm not asking to be cuddled. I'm not asking for any of that stuff. And yes, there are people who are arguing on, on my side who do want those things. I get it. But that's not the point. Let's stop the baseline of bad things happening. Not in yeah. that category, but for just in general, any general category. Let's stop that baseline and then worry about the superfluous arguing of, well, can I get this little extra bit of or, uh, well, my people dealt with, or we de- like No, I don't care about that shit. Let's stop the people exploiting kids. Let's stop the getting killed by police officers. Let's stop. <clears throat> Let's stop fucking taking uh, mobility scooters when we don't need them. Let's stop that first before we argue about the re- those dumb reasons why you did the dumb bad thing. Do you think, this is a weird question, do you think... Do you think 20 years ago, the general climate was in a better place than it is now? I wasn't self-aware enough. I wasn't self-aware enough to really get way in on it. There are certainly a lot of things that have happened in the last 20 years that have been good and have been prog- you know, progressive. I don't want to use the word progressive because that has political terms. But uh, like we, you know, like get, just gay marriage as an example. Like yeah. 20 years ago, couldn't happen. Now it can great progress but then there's all these other things that are just fucking mind-blowing that they're happening so on paper it would seem that things are better now on paper 
Yeah, but that's hold, hold on on paper. Hold, hold on. That's why I said on paper. That's why I said on paper. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's usually the segue, right? But given you know our age, because we are at the transitional age, so we are like people want to rag on millennials and wear a punchline, get it, whatever. But ultimately, we developed during a time where we were children, when people are saying the good old days, and we're adults in the fucking chaos swarm that's going on now. And we transitioned along that line. So we're now in this weird gray area that even we amongst ourselves are split with how the world we perceived the world at the time. Yeah, that's very true. Well, I mean, just think about what you said with the good old days. Like, who was saying the good old days when we were kids? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there was, but we weren't, again, we weren't self aware enough. We're in our 30s or our 40s. We, like, you have to understand how much you didn't know until you were like, I want to say like 24 at the, at the, at the, at the most, you were just not aware of things. It took me being in the military to really just go, holy sh! I don't have a small bubble. I had an awareness of things outside of it, but I wasn't even fully self-aware to go, huh, look at, maybe I shouldn't judge everything. Or maybe I should just take my judgments for my own survival and then apply those like my judgy judgments for jokes and not really take them seriously. Right. Which is what we do here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it took me, you know, going into the military around that time when we, when we were started this, this podcast, this episode, you were talking about, you know, Disney. And I was like, how long ago was I in Disney? I was 13. Um, that was 20 years ago. When you were talking, like when we started this episode, I was in my head going, how long ago was it since I've been to Disney? It was legitimately 20 years ago. It's a long time. Very long time. Half my life. And it made me think, and it's weird that you asked this question because I'm like, huh, everything seemed like easier, but I'm really seeing like the arguing that my mom did during the time because she never enjoyed any vacation and i only noticed them after but i was so excited about being at disney i didn't notice that my mom and my dad were arguing every night i didn't notice you know um i noticed the beautiful white beach we were on i didn't notice how there was when we were leaving there was possibly like a a, a riot that went on right outside in florida because there was just it was weird. There was like this, when we were leaving, there was like papers everywhere and like garbage and just in one area, just covered in trash. <laughs> um, but I, I didn't realize like I, my parents raised me like, you know, to be cautious of racism, but I didn't really notice a lot, any racist things happen to me because I wasn't looking for it until I was in middle school. And I met with my first racist friend and i mean literally mean that like he was my friend but he would always use me as a butt of the joke and remind me of what my race was i get it and i was so passive that i just kind of let it happen well it's it's not clearly not saying but i had i had the same what grade were you in oh middle school like seventh eighth yeah seventh i think it was eighth i i had I was in the same situation, not the same, obviously, racism. No, 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 no. no obviously, no. never experienced that. It's a very different simi- story. There's similarities. I, I don't. But I had the same 
uh, situation where my you know best friend really just had me around. And I mean, when I was in elementary school, then I think about it was the same. But my best friend had me around to basically be his punching bag, be the butt of the, be the butt of the joke. Like, yeah, he had me around to make fun of me, to shit on me, to you know punch me in the arm when he felt like punching me in the arm. And basically, I was just there to to be somebody for him to abuse. I don't know. Maybe he had it hard in his life and his family life was exactly. that he needed somebody to punch down on. But yeah, same. it's weird that, that that was your situation too. You know, a best friend that really was basically your fucking bully. Yeah. And down to it. And again, I don't hate the guy. I, I, I'm sure that he... Because he had diabetes as a kid, like he had to like get a shot every day, and I would have to be. His, oh, like, that's why he was racist. No, well, <laughs> diabetes made him no, racist. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, he had things going on with him, <laughs> and he probably never really knew any black kids, right? Because I, I was like one of the few growing up, at least at the time, um, or at least from what I noticed, because he didn't hang out with any of the black kids, but he hung out with me all the time. Um, like he was probably venting a certain way. His parents were probably a certain, like there was reasons. Could I have sympathy for that? Yeah. Do I forgive those actions? Hell no. And, yes, but I think probably maybe he's a well-adjusted person now. I would like to hope so. <laughs> this particular person I haven't probably, probably haven't talked to since I was in my teens still. So forever. Yeah. He's tried to add me on Facebook a few times and I've just ignored the request because yeah, you just... I, I mean, like literally I think back and I'm just like, he was just a psych. I, I sometimes think he literally had some sort of like sociopathic or psychopathic tendencies because he did weird stuff that I'm not even gonna get into it. Well, no, you use judgment to for survival at that point. Like that's you're like you know right, what? No, I don't right. want to reintroduce that into my life. Well, it's it's funny you're bringing up. Oh, man, how do we go from mobility scooters to racism and culture? He was like crazy racist, and and it and it wasn't his fault. Like because his dad, I saw it. His dad ingrained ingrained it in him. Not that it wasn't his fault. I mean, I, you get to a certain point, you can make your own choices, right? Um, but his dad was just, dude, probably had a fucking hood in his closet now that I think back. <laughs> and he taught his son to be that way. Yeah. And I remember always thinking to myself, like, I don't really get it. Like, I don't understand why. Yeah. Like, but I just kind of ignored it. It was just like, all right, I guess they're just, that's just the way they feel. Well, you know, it's, it's really this, I'm going to kind of like, at least the racism portion of it. I'm going to just end it with – I had this thought earlier this week, oddly enough, and it's been, kind of lingered in the back of my head was I heard somebody argue, and, you know, like they were on a podium, and they argued um, – maybe it was Ben Shapiro. I think it was Ben Shapiro. He said – Sounds right. Yeah, I know, right? He said, have you noticed a, a correlation or a connection with um, transsexuality and mental illness? Because he likes to posit questions with no real answers. But, you know, he said that, and that line stuck with me. And I was like, okay, have, have you noticed that there's a big correlation between racism and mental illness as well? Have you noticed <laughs> that most people who are violently mentally ill are also very racist? Just a weird correlation. I have no answer or anything to say about it. I'm just saying that that's something I've noticed. Well, I mean, what's his argument anyway? He, I, he, he, he rambles and then doesn't want to add any substance. So I don't know. I stopped listening half is, the time. Is his, yeah, but is his point that the mental illness caused the, uh, the transgender behavior? Okay, from what I'm remembering from it, it was been a while since I've, it's been a while since I've seen the video clip. It's an old clip. It's a very old clip. He, I think he was, he was a debate at a college, and. With the transgender debate, he's saying, you know, 
he believes that transgendered people are mentally ill, like there's something chemically wrong with them, but not through their gender, but through their brain chemistry, which I think that's half of the argument. Isn't that humanity, in, though? Isn't everything about us like, chemical? What is illness? That's so like, stupid. The illness is if you are a danger to yourself and others. That is the right. illness. If you cannot function is an illness. Like I have this complaint all the time when people use the terms OCD because I am actually, uh, I don't know, what's clinically Yeah, you're OCD. diagnosed. And the important word there is disorder yeah. that people forget. Disorder. It literally creates disorder in your life. Not like, oh, I have to have the pillows certainly on the couch. Uh, I just got OCD. Um, we're going to make an episode out of that too because I actually would like to actually – and usually we, we talk and have a lot of comment. But I'd actually like to do a serious or – not serious or more serious conversation on OCD and how infuriating it make, it, it is to me when people uh, – I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Like, is. identify themselves with it as if, but like, as an accessory? Right. I, I was going to say, it's not like the, like, the casual, like, oh, I'm OCD, sorry. Like, bullshit. It's the people that, like you said, identify it as it casually. Like, oh, sorry, I'm just OCD. No, you're fucking not. We'll get into that in a different episode because yeah. I'd actually like to talk about how infuriating that is and how it's affected me and how it, it makes me so angry. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, how did I even start talking about this? I, I think I kind of segued us, yeah. Well, my point is, isn't it the other, wouldn't it, if, if anything, be the other way around, like, wouldn't the fact that you're dealing with this, 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 uh, you know, mammoth thing in your life that you're biologically one uh, gender and you identify as another, wouldn't that be what causes mental illness, you know, where you're depressed or that's what they're, that's what's being argued, but that makes more sense to me than the other way around. Like if I had to pick, I don't know. Again, I'm again, I keep saying again over and over because my brain is resetting. Um, for me, I'm one of my favorite games is the Deus Ex game series is the Deus Ex series, and anything generally cyberpunk or futuristic. And transhumanism is a huge thing in most of those games. And yes. um, man, in I think Mankind Divided or it might be the first one, um, the first one of the re the the reimagining the of it. Yeah, I I haven't played. It's one of those games that's been on my list forever, and I I still haven't it, played. I, it. I even though it's not like a perfect game, I love the story of it, and I love the idea of transhumanism. I was more interested in the world. They were literally in the transition of you know they're starting to add cybernetics and things to people. They're helping veterans. They were helping um the disabled, and you know with that you would think you know computer chips. And like, well, if a manufacturer makes your leg, would it be like a repo man situation where they would repo your leg if, cause they own it, their branding is on your, you know, the robotic part they give you and things like that. This makes a good point. Like I'm thinking about the star Wars universe and, and in the, the, I think it was the Boba Fett series. There had the whole little cybernetic, have, did you watch the Boba Fett series? I haven't seen it yet, but. Uh... They had the whole little gang of like cybernetically enhanced Oh, oh yeah, like they, they called them the Power Rangers. I saw an article on that. Yeah, but then I kept thinking back, and I'm like, aren't there people in the Star Wars universe that have like you know like bum legs and shit? Like, yeah, I don't. How does that add up? Well, anyway. that's what I'm saying. Like, there's there's a movie that most people don't tend to like as a musical, but I kind of like it. It's called Repo Man, and I think the movie Repo Men was based off of it. Um, but it's the same thing. Like a corporation, they build limbs and things for people. And they will repo it if you don't, you know, pay it off. But they have like high interest. So I just rolled my my eyes a little bit when you were talking about that, and then I was like, 
Oh, wait. I mean, that actually could happen, I guess. For real. Right? I mean, it's possible. My head, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's so ridiculous. No, that's actually, this potentially could happen. The best way to explain a parallel to it is gas corporations and the electric car. The best way, like, just look it up. And now apply that to the survival of people. The limbs or whatever would have you. If you can't monetize it, this is not going to happen. They will kill it before it can happen. Or they'll find a way to monetize it over human life. And that the autonomous they, which is just human <laughs> greed. But yeah, so I, I'm i into transhumanism and I really like constantly rethink my, my positions on these uh, on these because if no one else is going to do it, at least I can do it to, for my own self-satisfaction because I just love for other people to reevaluate their own thought processes sometimes. And because I used to make fun of um, people like Rachel Dolezal. I don't know much about her. I don't know if she's done anything bad to anybody, but she's quote-unquote transracial. She identifies as a black woman, and for the longest time, apparently, she was living as a black woman. And I don't mean like just like a quiet life. I mean to a point that she was like, like part of the NAACP and things like that. And she did like things for the black community. Right. Oh, yeah. She had, she was, she had a pretty important role, if I remember. And is undermined by the fact that she's a white woman who identifies that way. And people want to make fun of her and say, you know, it's absurd and there's culture behind that and things like that. But those same arguments I hear applied to gender as it being okay. But then I hear the argument, well, there is no race or there's different species, but there is no actual race difference. There's just like minor, like you're only from this area, so your body grows this way. Went, okay, then why are you still making fun of this woman who who idolizes black people to the point that she wants to help them maybe to the point that she's found a way to circumvent white savior syndrome like yeah. like reevaluate your own thoughts because i made fun of her too and then i kept thinking about it like as much as i i'm for trans like the lgbtq plus or whatever rights i'm just like yeah but now i'm thinking about this woman who didn't do anything wrong or make fun of anybody or hurt anybody is it because of blackface why you're mad? Because she didn't do blackface. I mean, she looks mixed, if anything. It seems like such a completely different argument, like, at, at its face. Yeah. Doesn't it? really generally isn't when you give the evidence for the other argument. No, you're absolutely right. But but that's, but come on, let's let's be realistic. That's not fun. Like No, it, it isn't. <laughs> not at all. It was we more fun for the, the media. Yeah, it would be more. It was more fun for the media and everybody to just look at it and laugh because it was new and and different. Just in the way twenty years ago, you know, a man dressing up as a woman was fucking fun. People thought it would be hilarious to put that in a TV show. Yeah, that's what so. I'm so you know, maybe twenty years from now, that's going to be a, a completely different thing. But you're that's a good point, and I have. It's you know what's really funny that that you brought that up. I I literally just watched because I've been going through the back catalog of Law and Order for the last like three years now. I'm only on like season six or something like that i mean seasons go but i literally the last episode i watched i think last yesterday was uh an episode about um a man who's married to a woman and he's gonna have a baby and he's actually black but he's like played by a white dude like yeah like okay. but it wasn't like they made it like seem like oh you're passing and it's like no that's just a white dude you know that's the actor is white he's not black <laughs> he's at actually all. a white guy like you picked a white guy to play the actor and they're like oh you passed off oh. um and then like he <laughs> they thought he killed his wife because the baby was black 
Oh, but they found out because he was black and he'd be found out or something? Yeah, that that was the initial. Anyway, but it was funny because uh, it's funny you brought that up because I literally just watched that episode. I just remember laughing in the episode and I was like, but that's a white guy. Like that, that actor's a white dude. Like you couldn't find anybody to play the part that like could fit the part. I mean, that's why people have such a hard fucking time doing a Michael Jackson docu series. They're like, we want a white guy. Okay, well we want a black guy. What are we gonna do with this? We, let's just make Michael CG. He didn't look human anyway. So there let's you just go. go do there. a hologram. Didn't they already make a hologram of him? Just use exactly. That, just you know? reuse the hologram. Just use the hologram. <laughs> Let it go on tour, fucking Pepsi arenas or something, and then just use it to make the docu series. Um, oh, Michael Jackson. I was watching uh, old Triumph the Insult Comic Dog videos last night, and they had they had one of him at uh, Michael Jackson's trial, and holy fuck, was I roaring with laughter, and then just thinking, oh my god, they could not put this on TV now. Oh, yeah, not not at all. They, that man was embarrassed from from here to hell and back it it bothered me though because i'm laughing so hard at these jokes i'm like but these aren't okay now and i'm still laughing at them because they're so fucking funny in the context of of like this fucking puppet (laughs) talking to these people on the street making he goes oh my god what did he say the one joke he was like oh there's a michael jackson impersonator and he was like hey can you can you sing like michael and the guy was like we were not alone, or whatever. He's like, oh my god, that was great. Can you do the moonwalk like Michael Jackson? The guy moonwalks backwards and he goes, oh my god, you're so good. Can you masturbate to a Home Alone DVD? <laughs> and I, I was just roaring laughing. This is so funny. So <laughs> um, that, and I'm just oh. like, that was one of the like less like messed up jokes. You might still be able to make that joke today, but um, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten. How old do you think Michael's victims were? <laughs> oh, it's just great. It was just like these. Oh, it's just I was laughing so hard at some of these videos, and I'm just like, you couldn't. And the reason why you can't say that nowadays is because, again, like I said, um, I think in a previous episode, social media is no longer an entertainment. It's life. Is is it's an is, archive? Is literally life archive. Yep. Is and it's a problem to a degree because people in general will get lost and forget you know this isn't their life context yeah and just like the and we hear it all the time with like an actor they play a character really really well and that character happens to be a bad guy so people treat that person like that actor like shit because they just can't (laughs) well even in uh pro wrestling heels too that's what i'm saying you hear the stories be self-aware enough to know that you yourself if you like to hear it or not are not so brilliant that you will always be able to be fully aware of your thought patterns or, and, no, or how you feel about impossible. things like completely impossible the, the guy that played joffrey quit acting because he played joffrey too good well so so did the uh the kid that played uh anakin in star wars because people were so mad at was a his child. portrayal which is just he's just reading a little He's a child reading a script somebody else wrote for him to read. Like, he didn't fucking write it, you know? And he quit acting, too, because people hated him so much for the way he portrayed Anakin Skywalker, reading lines somebody else wrote for him at the actions of a director that told him what to do. Um, But to to your parent, like, thought processes are fluid. I mean, things change over time. The way you feel changes over time. The way you think about things changes over time. And, yeah, I mean, you can't go back. I can't go back five years and say that the way i felt then is the same as i feel now i just can't it's just it's not 
and I mean, <laughs> there were some major world events that, 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 <laughs> no. that happened in those five years. But even even uh, superseding those events that occurred in the last five years, I still think I, I, I think differently now than I did five years ago, ten years ago. And, and so overall, I just feel like we are still just hairless semi-apes screaming over a campfire. But that fire just so happens to be a laptop. Some of us more hairless than others. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm pointing you're, at my head. I forgot we're not a video doing podcast. It to me, <laughs> we're bald, almost middle-aged dads. <laughs> I'm not saying no, it you to can say you. it to uh, you can talk about it to the audience, but you pointed your head, and we're looking at each other. So they're not going to get the context except oh, for well, me okay, bitching okay, at you about it. <laughs> okay, you know what? No, I I was wrong. I was wrong. I started shaving my head. I I made the audience feel like they. They, they, I'm treating them like they're stupid and they don't understand. <laughs> no, I said, well, I said too, I said, I'm pointing at my head. You can't tell because this is, but I, I started shaving my head when I was 20. So once my hair started to go on, I really didn't care because I was already buzzing it down to nothing. And that, did you have long hair like your brother? I did. I had, uh, when I was in my mid teens, I had like shoulder length hair and I dyed it all different colors. And then I, uh, when I was like, 1920 i had a big spiky fro and it's funny because i had no pictures of that and uh a friend of mine from back then just posted some pictures on facebook from those days and it was one there's one of me with huge spiky hair i literally have no pictures of that my wife didn't uh believe it because uh i uh, I, I had it before i had met her did 20 years that i haven't had any hair on my head so (laughs) i'm used to it by now Okay, before we wrap up, I wanted to, to ask you, meant to talk to you about two things that some listeners won't care about. So this is uh, this is bullshit talk at the end if you want to skip it. Have you watched Peacemaker? Yes. Well, not all of it because I want to watch it with my wife. Yeah, I'm not done yet. I've only watched the first – well, I think there's only eight episodes. I think you've watched six. Holy fuck, it's so good. It's extremely fucking good. Well, so I saw the trailers and I watched the trailers and was like, yeah, it actually doesn't seem that good or funny. And my brother was like, oh, you got to watch it. It's so good. Dude, it's so fucking good. Have you seen the Suicide Squad? Well, so here's when I was in isolation, I put on I watched a few movies I had been meaning to watch that I knew my wife wouldn't want to watch. I watched the Suicide Squad and I was like, oh, that was actually not that bad. I actually kind of liked that movie and I didn't expect to, which is weird because I should have expected to. So I said, you know what? I should start Peacemaker now because at the end they have the little tease for Peacemaker. And I could not fucking believe how much I loved the show. It, it was so much better than I expected. Tell me how it marries the fantastical bullshit into the DC universe perfectly. P- perfectly. Not even an inkling of error. It's just perfect. Like, I, I just didn't question any of the silly shit that happened. No, it's so good. And I can't <laughs> wait to finish it. I got two episodes left, I think, or two or three. Mm. And I can't, I like, I, I also don't want to finish it because it's so goddamn good. I don't want it to be over. Um, that, and I played Man of Madon, which we talked about a couple podcasts ago. So as we talked, I think about very similar to Until Dawn and that, that type of game. It was good, um, but not as good as, and I don't want to get into spoilers, but the story didn't go where I was hoping it would go and I was a little let down, but it was still good. I'd say it was a solid seven out of 10. Are, are you basing that like on the ending you got or just kind of the overall? No, overall, overall. Uh, okay. And I'm not even just talking about the ending I got. I mean the storyline in general I'm talking about. How the story progressed, where it went. Um, 
the gameplay was fine. It was a little tedious at times. I felt like the characters walked too slow, which I think was probably intentional to make it more suspenseful. Atmospheric, shit. yeah. Um, but I also started Little Hope, which is the second game in the anthology. And boy, oh boy, is that fucking good so far. I really enjoyed I'm I'm not far into it, but it's way more. I'm way more engaged. I'm way more into the story. I'm way more wondering where it's going to go. I feel like the gameplay is a little better. The characters move a little more fluidly and faster. I've heard they, they increase in quality. I, I heard Which that makes the sense. games do increase in quality. I mean, when you're talking about games, that typically makes sense, right? They, they start out with one, and then they refine it. It's not like movies where they got to write this new script, and it may suck. It's it's the, the gameplay itself and the game itself they improve upon over time. So, yeah, I just want to let you know, I, I, I played, played Band of Madonna, and I started Little Hope, and, and so far Little Hope is fantastic. Um, uh, those two were both, I think, free with pay, PlayStation, the newer PlayStation Plus package. And then the, the third one, I don't think is. So I might have to actually pay for that one. It's just disappointing. And then there's a new one coming out in November, the fourth and final one. All right. Um, because on Game Pass, I've been playing um, Sphinx. Um, not Sphinx. Phoenix Rising. Oh, I played that. So people like, you know, is a Breath of the Wild clone, which it is. But I realized while I was playing it, I went, this feels like a spiritual successor to Maximo. I don't think I played Maximo. A lot of people don't even freaking remember Maximo, which was essentially the spiritual successor to Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah, I don't think I played it. And it was a big deal, and then the sequel apparently killed the game series because <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, man. Um, they but don't I'm know playing, get like, It has the same sense of humor, the same art style. Um, I, I really like it. The way I looked at it, people talked about it and said – uh, you know, it was a, a Breath of the Wild clone. And I was like, okay, Breath of the Wild's fucking awesome. So if it's just another game like that and it's similar gameplay, similar mechanics, similar animations, similar graphics, cool. I'm all for that. I, Breath of the Wild 2's not fucking out yet. Give me this to play in the meantime. Yeah, I played through it. I finished the game. I don't, I didn't like, you know, 100% do every fucking thing there was to do, but I went through and played the entire story missions and a bunch of the side missions. And I really, really liked it. I thought the. The level progression was good. I thought the, the uh, whatever you want to call them, power-ups or upgrades that you got were fantastic. Really helped the game move along and made it more fun as it went along. The world was really colorful, which helped. Very colorful, great, uh, the funny uh, storyline was, 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 was fun. I love the banter between um, Zeus and Prometheus. That just helped me with the game. And the fact that your main character is such a goody two-shoes, they, they played up as a joke. Great way to narrate the story. Yeah. Yeah, it worked, worked out really well. Yeah, I had a good time with that. I, I, I was looking into this game, Tunic. Have you heard of that? Which yes. is another it's a very Zelda-like game I've heard. Um, uh, Top-down, isometric, you play like a little fox guy. Yeah, I want to I wanna, I wanna play that soon. I've got so many games on my list now. Uh, I still haven't even started uh, Horizon Forbidden West, which I've had since it came out in like May. And it's just been, I love the first one. It's my favorite game of all time, the first one. It's so good that I don't want to start the next one because I just don't want it to end and then not have it anymore to, to look forward to, which is so I have stupid a and that's silly. Trying to one hundred percent it and like it it looks really good. The first one was so goddamn good. I mean, it, if all they had to do was make it the same as the first one, and it would have been amazing. And I yeah. heard it's better. So, so I'm not a huge SNL fan, but you know SNL's been around our entire life so it's not like we haven't seen anything on it and there's good and bad episodes it's just snl is a force of nature as opposed to just being a good show or a bad show Absolutely. in my opinion yeah i i 
I started watching it again, I don't know, maybe five, six years ago now after I watched it in the nineties when, you know, Will Ferrell and Sherry O'Terry and all those guys were on yeah. made it made it like have its big I don't know about comeback or what, but it, it really made it a thing again. And then I stopped watching it for a long time. I don't think anybody like consecutively watches SNL to be really honest with you. Like they'll stop after a few years. Yeah. yeah. But um this what was it? Um they're one of the more, more underutilized actors, I think. Um, but I mean, I think he only does weekend update is Michael Che. Michael Che is hilarious. His stand up is great. Michael Che has amazing stand up. I didn't know until my dad gave me his HBO Max password um, that he had a show on HBO Max called That Damn Michael Che. Oh, I didn't know he had a show. It's yep, it's on season two, and I love the formatting of this of the show it's a variety show it's like dave chappelle like the it's like the chappelle show right because you know in the format that he's talking to an audience and then a skit will happen but the way it is is it's he's talking to his audience during a stand-up set oh really and the skits all have like a very thin narrative that connects them okay that makes sense that reminds me of mr show yeah, it's very much so. Just like actually, that's perfect, perfect way to put it. Very much so, like Mr. Show. Yeah, same, similar. There's like a narrative kind of woven throughout each skit. And he had, and Michael Che's sarcasm just oozes in every freaking skit. Well, man, I can't wait to watch that. Oh, it's so, it's so good. I was in tears in season two. T- season two really went off. But uh, we can't compare it to Chappelle's show anymore because I I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about that show now. I don't know if I'm supposed if I'm racist for thinking it was funny or if it's like, yeah. <laughs> so let's just compare it to Key and Peele because it's similar format. Well, okay, because that's the season. that's the the more acceptable version. Well, Key and Peele was fucking amazing. Oh no, it's a great show. No, I I still go and watch. I still go and watch. There was only the third season was kind of not. Right, that was different. They didn't do the the audience stuff. They did. It, they went the way of Chappelle. It was the same thing. Um, with Chappelle, it's weird because, first of all, people. I like how people want to forget Carlos Mencia so fast. <laughs> I, I do like it because I don't like Carlos Mencia as a person, but it's funny because his shtick was clearly the Chappelle show. Like it was obvious. Might have Mencia followed the formatting of the Chappelle show, like to a T. No, you're absolutely and, right. But nobody references his show as a copy to the Chappelle show when it clearly was that. I don't think well, it's not that nobody references it as a copy. It's nobody references it. Period. At period. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you're right. Like some people, people even stop doing the DTD thing because that brings a lot of problems. <laughs> because. I used to like Carlos Mencia's like stand up like before he had the Mike Mencia, um, and like one of my favorite jokes was like no matter where you go in the country, if it, like being span being um Hispanic, you're a different type of Hispanic wherever where you go. So you go to New York, you're Puerto Rican, you go to Texas, you're Mexican. <laughs> like I love that joke. Yeah, it's funny. Um, and it's it stuck with me because I believe it. Like <laughs> oh, absolutely, I can um, see it hundred <laughs> percent. And. Um, but when I watched the show, I was like, this show's not funny. And he became a caricature of himself or maybe that's the real him, but he just seemed like a caricature of what he showed on the show. That's part of why he got blown up after. And I mean, I think it was Rogan really that blew him up. Right. But part of it was the joke stealing. And part of it was, he's not the character, the caricature he portrays. He's not this guy he portrays. He's putting on an act, 
Which I mean, like, I don't know if that's a yeah. I was just I don't know if that's a problem. I mean, that's common. Like a lot of people, a lot of comedians put on an act and say like the person on stage is not the person they are. Well, there's a difference between you know being a performer and being a clown. And I think on Mind of Mencia, he leaned more into clown shoes. Clownery. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I want a word for that. Clown foolery. Sucking on the clownerillium, and (laughs) and um. His stand-up kind of went that way where it was just no substance to it from what I, like, gathered. But, you know, growing up, I, I don't have a clear memory of it because I was a baby man. Right. Um, but, yeah, I'm not – this wasn't me trying to, like, chastise him. It was just me sort of, sort of going – his show copied the Chappelle show yeah. format. But, yeah, we'll gauge it on Key and Peele. I don't want to – whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want to say that – I'm not saying Key and Peele – copied Chappelle show format no no but Chappelle said Key and Peele copied Chappelle's yeah Chappelle said that <laughs> I actually don't agree with that whatsoever I think it was no not at it all had, it had its own merits and stood on its own really separately well it was still his format it was still the same format but that was Comedy Central pushing that format on anybody Sarah Do you Silverman mean just the general like, format they were all copycats of... no it was just the style the style format and even his still format was still based kind of on um oh my god Oh, I get – it was an old variety show. It was a variety show hour, and it had the same format where he would talk to the audience, and then a skit would happen. But it was, like, constantly in between. It was very old, black and white show. Um, yeah, my, I don't my remember. My grandmother had a doll of him because one of his characters was a woman. Um, a blonde, Like, it was a black guy. Blonde, I, somebody's going to correct – I'm going to answer it because I can't think of the guy's name. Um, Flip Wilson? Flip Wilson? I think it's Flip Wilson I'm, think, I'm thinking That could of. be it. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it was very similar format, but there wasn't any format where, like, you would talk to the audience and not, like, and have them answering back and, like, having a conversation. I guess. I, don't, I can't remember any variety show that really did that. Well, Mr. Sh- Mr. Show did it. Mr. Show did Okay, that. again, Mr. Show, but I didn't watch Mr. Show, so for me, Chappelle was the first one, but you're right. You are absolutely right. Either way, I, I mean, I don't see that as a, a uh, an intellectual property, like, this is how you do a show. Like, people, you're going to talk to an audience and then show skits that... No, at least, at least I noticed this online. People complain about format all the time, like, exact format. Not like you take the bare bones of the format of, like, you know, introduce show, introduce skit, and then skit. But then, like, well, I want to introduce the skit, but I want to do a game show between my skits. But that, like, I mean, a game show with audience is. between skits. No, like, I'm, I'm not saying that's is, wrong. Is, is going to draw upon previous art. Like, nobody just comes no, up I, with something. No, I absolutely agree. And that's why I'm saying him saying da- that Key and Peele were do- was doing that, but not acknowledging, like, the actual copy of his show. Right. Yeah, okay. It was kind of weird to me. Like I'm not I mean, saying that they're wrong Chappelle, for doing like, that. He could say and do whatever the fuck he wants at this point because he's super fucking rich and everybody loves him for the most. Well, not everybody. Everybody that loves him will never stop loving him. Yeah, like he has a whole. Oh, oh he's got uh, his. He's got that, his group of haters. <laughs> the fact that Prince, from what I remember, Prince going, if they do a biopic on me, Dave Chappelle. Like for me, I was just like, <laughs> him. He got Prince and Rick James to like really like him. Yeah, yeah. Like, from making fun of them, essentially. <laughs> that guy's got it made now, man. He, he's specials, like, aren't even specials. He's just like, ah, I'm going to go do some shit, record it, we'll put it on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Um, if you look at his old stuff, he did sets. when, And then after, you know, the breakdown and, you know, all the 
chaos that happened, it just turned into like this cold, irreverent, <laughs> like dead inside kind of. Well, I don't blame him. I mean, I get it. Yeah, like... I don't. I don't either. Like one thing I always give Dave Chappelle, he and people want to talk about like you know he's disconnected and greedy because of the you know the thing that happened with the um with the housing development thing. I I have to say this man chose himself and his family over greed. Most people, especially in the entertainment industry, would not do that. No, that's definitely rare, <laughs> very rare. And he didn't even announce it. He just left. And his absence is really what was louder than anything else. And I mean, that's that's rare with just basic greed, like just little simple greed, not even like this, you know, holy fuck, that's a lot of money greed, you know, to, 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 to come out of it that way. But anyway, I've said but anyway several times because uh, I've tried to segue into different topics and we've been talking so fucking long. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of editing. I'm sorry. No, it's not going to be a lot of editing. I love fucking talking forever, but then I worry and I'm like, is anybody going to listen to us talk for two fucking hours? No. Like half hour, 45 minutes, maybe an hour, two hours? My wife didn't make it into a half an hour of our show. My wife listens to everyone in full, I believe. I think she tried to, but I interrupted her and she just never started again. I think I think my wife's listening to it so she can find something to yell at me about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's going to yell at me about this now. Man, this was a really good, fun, long conversation. We talked about so much. We had to make up for all the, the delay. The this is a makeup delay. episode and we're going to, I think now we'll be on a, a pretty regular schedule. Don't say that. That will, that, that will curse Fuck! us. Fuck. I mean, <laughs> fuck that. Knocking on wood. Uh, but, but seriously... <laughs> Our hope is that uh, we could be on a pretty regular schedule now. Uh, things are back to normal routine in our homes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's the hope. So, guys, subscribe. If you like uh, listening to us complain and bitch and talk, uh, share it with a friend. If you feel like uh, helping somebody else, listen to us. Or if you hate somebody and you hate us, just tell them to listen to us. That way we, we don't – it's a net one. Oh, net yeah. Game, or net zero, sorry. You know, if you hate the podcast and you hate somebody, tell them to listen to it because they'll become the listener that replaces you. Feel free to weaponize us. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, just just unleash us on whoever you don't like. We'll we'll take the listeners that way. That's fine. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Thanks for listening. We hope you all have a good week and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Oh, shit. I hit the wrong button as usual. Ready? Here we go. I fucked that one up. Every time. (sighs) Fucking stupid computer.